The following episode is brought to you by Tenba, maker of bags for professional filmmakers and photographers. Tenba, never compromise. Find out more at tenba.com. You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. What's up, World Wide Web? This is Brandon. And this is Alex. And we're filmmakers. And we're also drinking bourbon. And we're also live streaming. We are live. Cheers. Cheers. Nice. Most, this, this isn't a rehearsal. Yeah, this most, is live. Most people are tuning in, and this was in the past, but they're with us right now. There's people listening. Yeah, they can tune in on the Slack group, the FDB podcast channel, yeah, so, and talk directly to us. So welcome to the live broadcast of the taping. We're going to be doing this weekly now. Um and if you follow us on the FDB Slack group, which you can go to fdbpodcast.com and join that, there's a link to find out how. But we've got some friends that are probably online right now. And guys, if you're listening, we want you definitely to chime in throughout this show. We will definitely be responding with you yeah. on Slack. So uh, welcome to the show. Just hop in that FDB Podcast channel. We already got people going. I know. So what we're sipping on today is exciting. What is this? We have our friends. You should kind over, of stick to some sort of a format. Yeah, here. <laughs> over our friends over at Bullet, uh, Bullet Bourbon, are uh, just been great to us, and yeah. they have uh, basically said that they're all in for the month of July. Perfect. That means multiple products. Right? Oh yeah, we've got it all today. We are drinking the standard Bullet Bourbon Frontier whiskey, always delicious. But they have a rye, they have a ten year, and they have a barrel strength. Ooh! And I'm excited to announce that next week, uh huh, Doug, I believe from Bullet is coming up from Louisville, Kentucky, the heart of bourbon, into Studio B. Not just on the phone, in studio. In studio. Wow. So we're really excited. A lot of fun. Better be bringing a bourbon barrel with them. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing that we're super excited about is we have had some tremendous partners on this show. And this month, the month of July, this is July 1st. It is. It's 4th of July July. weekend. Yeah. That's why traffic was so bad. Yeah. And this month, we have our partner... Our friends at Tenba Bags. They make Ooh. awesome film tools, awesome bags. We chatted with them at NAB on yeah. the floor. Tough and, bags. And we actually have, they have a sumo wrestler. They do. We took a photo in front of it. It's on our Instagram. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, we have um, Peter on the phone, I believe. So we got to call. Sweet. We got to dial him up with the, uh, the the magic box. Get him in here. Let's chat. So uh, FYI, Adam in the booth. We're getting a little distortion in our headphones. I'm not sure what that Are is. You? but I'm not. It's okay. Mine sounds good. Everybody on uh, the Slack group says it sounds okay, great. Okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so here we go. Let's dial it in and... Are you there, Peter? I am here. <laughs> Thanks. Oh a, uh, sometimes We have a unique phone over here, like so sometimes it, sometimes it doesn't really... <laughs> Dial in uh, the way we think we should. So, um, uh, so tell everybody. No, that was pretty good. It sounded like AOL, nineteen ninety three. Nice, yeah. nice. With some yeah. farm animals and stuff worked in there. So we met you guys at NAB. Big show. Lots going on. You guys had a lot going on the floor. And Victor, I believe we connected with, mm-hmm. um, was showing us these bags, and we were like, "These are awesome. These things are built great." And so he connected us with you. Let us know what's your role. How are you connected to? Uh, the Tim, the Timba family, and um, talk a little bit about what you guys do and what you offer for the filmmaking community. 
Uh, yeah, I'm the vice president of Kemba, so I uh, mostly run the show with a lot of dedicated people who work with a lot of great photographers and filmmakers to design and tweak all the stuff we make. So, you know, basically everything we do is decided by the photography and filmmaking community. I mean, we, you know, we just don't, like, no internal decisions are made without it coming from, um, you know, the pros who use our products, and it's it's been going that way for about 39 years now. That's great. Wow. Now, you guys talk, let's talk a little bit about the uh, some of y'all's product lines. Is this mainly for DSLR shooters? Do you got stuff that's for, you know, more uh, cinema cameras? Just kind of give us a, the breadth of your line. Like, what's what do you guys carry, and what, what can filmmakers look for? For years, Kemba was mostly focused on photography when, uh, you know, cinema and film cameras were a much larger beast. And then when DSLR started to get big, we started to dip our toe into that market. And then when things like the um, RED and the Canon C100, C300s, uh, and the Sonys were coming out, we we started making bags for filmmakers. And we worked with some teams of filmmakers in New York and L.A. to develop products in our roadie series. Uh, we built some filmmaker backpacks and then uh, in our shoulder bags and rollers, and then we just at NAB launched our new collection of Cinelux bags, which was designed for kind of larger cinema cameras, rigs, attached uh, rails, follow-focus, mat boxes, that kind of thing. Nice. What about, uh, so, so they, you have pretty good capacity. What about build quality? Are they soft? Are they hard? I mean, what are they made out of? Uh, we, we do both. We do hard cases. Actually, we have a kind of exclusive technology called the air case that we've been building for almost 40 years that uh, is a, really kind of the rigidity of an injection molded, uh, you know, watertight case, but about uh, 30 to 50 percent less of the weight. So nice. we build things called an air case, you know, put a 27 inch iMac in a shipping case. It's indestructible and still under 50 pounds. So that's kind of our exclusive nice. little thing. Good for travel. And yeah. then on the... Um, yeah, yeah, it's great. Nobody pays overages at the airport. So for digital text, uh, it's it's huge for people who edit on location. Um, and then for the bags, it's we do soft, and then we do hard, and we do semi-hard. Uh, with the Cinelux cases, they're sort of uh, metal-reinforced, um, so they have great rigidity and protection, but they're still really lightweight, ah. so much lighter weight than... Um, than a typical hard case would be. That's cool. So, you know, what do you what do you guys usually tell you know when you're talking to filmmakers and photographers? I mean, because this uh, it's not just a bag; it's mm -mm. protection for their livelihood, the tool that helps them you know make a living. Some of these cameras are, I mean, fifty, sixty yeah. grand. Yeah. So, you know, how what are those? Is that is that the message you have for the the filmmaking community out there? That hey, we're here to protect your investment. What, how do you guys approach that? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like um, there's larger companies who answer to things like shareholders and investment groups and all this other mishigas that uh, that we do not deal with at all. We answer strictly to uh, the working pros who use our products. So our products are always going to be built for someone who travels uh, 250 days a year, 200,000 miles a year, you know, just running their equipment through every conceivable kind of environment, wet, damp, hot, cold, airplanes, you know, planes, trains, and automobiles, that whole thing. That's what we bring to the table. So, um, uh, yeah, we're never the least expensive bag in any category, but that's not our job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, if somebody's going to put a red epic or a weapon or a grenade or whatever they're calling them these <laughs> days, uh, you know, 
<laughs> Some dangerous. They yeah. keep getting more militarized. Oh, I'm, no I'm doubt. A little nervous about where it goes from so, here. So, so you're talking about all sorts of different scenarios. What about the insides of the cases? Does the kind of modularity and you know broad spectrum outlook apply to the inside? Does it have dividers? Does it have you know little sections? What's what's the inside of the bag look like? Well, that's a good question because actually with the Cinelux bags, we're trying something a little bit uh, new. So often when we're working with uh, filmmakers, they just tell us, like, look, dividers don't work because today the camera's built like this, and then tomorrow it's got this lens mm-hmm. on it, and it's really drastically different versus, like, a DSLR world where the equipment's sort of, like, the same size and configuration every day. So with the Cinelux bags, it has regular dividers, and then it also comes with these padded wraps and padded pouches so that you can, like, if you've got the camera built into a rig or you've got pieces attached to it and it's going to take up a lot of space, you put that in first, and then you can take your delicate accessories like other lenses or hoods or your viewfinders and audio recorders, wrap them in these padded wraps and pouches, and then kind of line them up alongside the camera. Uh, and dividers just would not be efficient at all to uh, lay out the interior like that. But when, with these wraps and pouches... It just means you can carry big equipment and then take advantage of the remaining negative space in the case. That's great. And you guys also have um, a lot of backpack options. So if you're doing a running gun or like a really small crew, maybe documentary stuff on the side of a mountain, you've got some pretty cool bags in that space too, right? Yes, we do. You know, right now, actually, with our roadie stuff that's even already out, we work with some documentary crews. So one, it's guaranteed to get you on the plane, no matter what plane that is, Hmm. it's going to fit in the overhead. So if somebody wants to fit a C300, FS57, you know, red on an airplane, we're like the go-to solution for that. But the next thing is that the equipment access is only through the rear. So if somebody's going to load up a, uh, a red system and go to, you know, I don't know, El Salvador for three weeks in the middle of the heat and they're in a place that's kind of unfamiliar to them, you know, and they might either perceived or otherwise have security issues mm. nobody can get at the equipment through the front top or sides of the bag so you Smart. know you only open it up when you take it off and you open it up nice that's great what about uh weatherproofing is that something you guys think about yeah is it yeah, if, if i got our, one of these all of our cases are hmm? i was just gonna say if i got one of these backpacks on and it's raining am, am i trying to get yeah. an umbrella or immediately seek cover uh, it depends on the rain. We got a tornado warning in New York City today, so uh, <laughs> you might want to see cover. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we do coat all of our nylon with a uh, – all of our cases are made out of nylon, not polyester. It's much more rugged, mm. uh, tighter weave, and it's very water-repellent and uh, tear-resistant. And then we also coat it on the front and the back for water repellency, and then all of our cases usually come with a rain cover, too, so that when it gets really bad um, – you know, you've got an auxiliary option. Cool. Very cool. That's awesome. Now, let me ask you this. Are you, do you, are you just a manufacturer? Or are you a fan? Are you a, are you a film guy? Did you start off? Did you shoot? Are you a shooter? Did you, do you like to watch? How, how are you connected to the industry or did you just get in through manufacturing? Uh, I was a photographer. Hmm. And, uh, so that's how I came into it and got really interested in bags and just started doing it. And uh, we work with a lot of filmmakers. I mean, basically every friend I have is either a photographer or a filmmaker. So I'm pretty close to it that way. Uh, But I don't really shoot films myself, but that's why we rely on, you know, shooters in the field. I mean, we regularly schedule meetings in New York or L.A. 
to meet with local pros to figure out what's working, what's not working. And we meet with the manufacturers to figure out, well, how big is the new Sony camera? Did it get bigger? Did it get smaller? Did it mm. get taller? All that stuff affects uh, the case designs. Nice. You know, one of the best things that ever happened to bags was that cinema cameras got more modular, starting with the C300 and the Sony FS700 and stuff like that, and the RED system. So it's just a lot easier now because the camera's too tall, you break it down a little, you know, it's a lot more different than it used to be. For sure. Well, you guys don't just make camera bags, though. Uh, we had a question on our Slack group from Brian Wilcox. Not really a question, but a comment. Talking about this tri-pack armored system that looks like it can carry tripods and C-stands and all sorts of stuff. What's that about? So, yeah, all the we call it our transport collection. For, again, almost 40 years, we've been making cases for light stands, tripods, and lights. You know, uh, everything one by one, LEDs and generators and big heads and computers, and it's all shippable. So if somebody wants to load everything from C stands to you know, if somebody's got a Mac Pro that's loaded to the to the hilt with um, all the software, you know, and all of the um, other upgrades, it could be like an eight thousand dollar machine, and they're going to check it into the belly of an airplane. Like that's what that's what Temba does every day. So that's for, awesome. Uh, light stands and grip equipment that we make a lot of cases for that also we had uh our tom terrific who's one of our uh one of our our guys on a slack group he chimed in and said what about bags for drone setups are you guys have you stepped into that space yet it's funny we uh we, we've got it on the on the docket as it were but uh we haven't finished it quite yet which is uh, still still a work in progress all right nice. cool all right something to look forward to then yeah yeah. What are the things? One of the the things we like to talk about here on the show is, um, you know, what is uh, what's got you excited? You know, we talk about, you know, what are you watching? What are you excited about? What are you working on? So let's let's start. Um, let's flip it around a little bit. Let's start on what are you working on slash excited about? Is there anything you got you can share with us? Okay, you're the head of this company. You're one of the you're the decision maker. My guess is you have some inside intel that our listeners. Want they want some exclusive material here? Any any teases? Anything that we could you know keep our eyes and ears out for? Well, the smaller the gear, the better the bag, and that's the best thing that's happening to the industry now. So somebody goes and get an A7S, you know, or a Panasonic GH4, and and uh, some of these smaller cameras, or even the Blackmagic Pocket Cinema camera. It means that they can travel and shoot insanely great uh, quality video and not have all of the stress of having to show up at the airport with 10 giant cases. Mm. So um, that's a big deal for us because, you know, one of the best things that ever happened was that Apple discontinued the 17-inch laptop so we don't have to build cases to fit <laughs> them anymore because it was a beast. Yeah. You know, it was an eight-pound beast. So we work really closely with the manufacturers, like I said. So, you know, as more people switch to, like, these smaller cameras for some jobs, like the A7 is a perfect example, it just means that we can build smaller cases that do everything that our big cases do, but somebody can fit it under the seat of an uh, of an airplane mm. and not have to stress about it and think, oh, my God, is my luggage going to get lost or, you know, whatever, is going to get damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those things are really good. And the ENG guys, like the... You know, we work with some guys from CBS and NBC, and they're traveling with smaller red cameras and C100s, some of them now, and that's a big difference for those guys, where they used to have these monster cameras that oh, required yeah. so much yeah. special care, and now 
you know, it just literally fits under the seat of an airplane. That's so. great. Do you guys have any cases for bourbon? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We could use one of their Man, wraps from show, the Cine right? series. Yeah. Be- because, uh, I had you know. Some Angel Envy last night, and when I was thinking, man, I need to make a case Ooh. for this bottle, it's kind of yeah. Tall well, you know, hey, you know what? I think there's a market because a lot of times, you know, we work with the bourbon brands, and, and you know, mm-hmm. they'll ship us some of the, the promotional stuff. And of course, they have to, you know, follow the regulations for shipping alcohol and stuff, but it usually comes in all this bubble wrap and in these boxes, and it seems like there's a play there. There's an easier way to do there's it. There's a play there. Yeah. Bourboncases.com. Hey, call me, call me when the show's over. <laughs> all right. I'll go you, buy that. You've go got the su- hey, I've got the demand, away. although it might be small, but you've got the supply chain. So let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Uh, hey, speaking of bourbon, uh, what are some of your favorite bourbons? You mentioned mentioned Angel's Envy. Uh, you like any other ones? Uh, I'm, I usually my Blanton's is my go-to. Oh, you know, kind of wow. day in day out. Although I'm actually considering switching to the Angel's Envy because I love that. Ooh, I love the Bullet Ten Year. That's kind of my standard. Also, nice. um, but like Elijah Craig is my. I've only got twenty dollars in my wallet, but I want a whole bottle. Oh, That's yeah. kind of my fallback for the cheap one. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Elmer T was great when Elmer <laughs> T was only about twenty bucks a bottle. That was really good. And then, uh, you know, it went up to four hundred, and that became a problem. Yeah. Adam, let me shaking ask, his head. <laughs> let me ask you this: Do you have any? Do you if you if you go plastic bottle? What's oh, your favorite? Nobody goes plastic. Bottle. Yeah, you do. There's a time. There's a time and a place. I well, I never. What I do for plastic bottle is that I buy the real stuff in the glass, and then I buy mm. those platypus uh, silicone bottles at REI, and yeah. that way I can bring it to <laughs> the concerts in the park in New York City, and nobody stops. There me. you yeah. go. So you mentioned New York. Where are you at in New York? Uh, Brooklyn. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. I uh, good friend of ours, uh, DP um, Angus Oborn, is is out of New York, and he's been on the show before, and yeah. great guy. He knows all the guys over at. Um, Adorama, Abel Cine, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. New York is just such a great place. And because the cost of equipment has come down so much, there's so many people working on great passion projects. You know, it's just exciting. It's great to be able to talk to somebody that you know they didn't have to, like, dedicate their body to medical (laughs) testing like Rodriguez did, you know, for a bunch of years in order to get a a film done. You know, they can just go and knock it out. Hey, speaking of projects, uh, what's getting you excited nowadays? What are you watching that is like motivating you film wise? Uh, or TV. On, <laughs> well, I mean, I love all of the tight little shows on Netflix and Amazon. Mm. You know, I just, again, I, I love small stuff. I love knowing that uh, a whole bunch of people got together, you know, they pull all these actors from 10 other projects and they give somebody 10 days, and then they can film this little tight show on Netflix. <laughs> and there's not a lot of overhead, so that means that it's probably going to get picked up for seasons two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they're just fun. I, I get so much enjoyment out of watching them because it doesn't, the whole show doesn't read like it went through nine different committees, you know, to yeah. try and anything it specific? for a broad audience. Any specific shows you want to throw out? Man, I'm blanking right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously not the Game of Thrones. That's not what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Nothing like that large scale. Yeah. I like that show Superstore. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, it was like America Ferrera did it, and, and okay. that's one of those shows that's on. Uh, and then I like. Um, to check that. I've never heard of that. Let's check that out. Yeah. That Wait, that's fun. where they're they're working at like a Walmart, but they're all kind of a, a yeah. mishmash. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on. I know it's on Hulu. Um, I haven't seen that one. Streaming and uh, yeah, that that looks like a. It looked funny. I I did. I hesitated to jump in on it, but uh, mm. now now I'll check it out for sure. 
Um, and I like the end of the tight little animated shows like BoJack Horseman and oh, yeah. Archer. <laughs> I like all those little projects because all those things, I feel like 15 years ago, there's just no way those things right. would have existed past Never. you know 10 minutes. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, one of my, you, you mentioned Brooklyn. One of my favorite places on the planet, literally my favorite place on the planet, is Peter Pan Donuts. <laughs> And Green- I've never been to Peter oh Pan Donuts. Oh my gosh! You listen. It's in it's in uh, Greenpoint, uh, okay. near Williamsburg. It's uh, it's maybe the best donut on the planet. Definitely the best donut in New York. You've got a thing for donuts, wow. though. I mean, you're, no, you're kind of telling you. You're kind of. I've I've been to many a donut place across the country. I actually have a, a project I want to do that involves donut shops, um, but they're by far the best. You got to go. Wow, that sounds great. Yeah. I'm going to check it out tomorrow. That's where yeah. I was last night in Billy Berg. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we've yeah, got a great, great donut food truck here that's cider donuts that's really good. And then they uh, they also do it where they split a cider donut in the middle and yeah. uh, fill it with vanilla ice cream. Yep. And um, I'm not sure if that's actually legal. Well, but yeah, and, and here's the thing, too. As a do- I'm a donut purist. So New York is like a donut promise land. There's actually a – if you look it up, there's a New York donut map um, that maps all the donut shops. But my two favorite, I like the old shops, the original gangster donut shops. And so Peter Pan in uh, Greenpoint, Brooklyn, is one. But then if you're on Manhattan, like Midtown, there's the Donut Pub. Um, and they're famous for their velvet their uh, velvet cake donut. So uh, okay. the, 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 new, the, new, the new fangled places that want to you know, put uh, you know, fruity pebbles on their donuts, I don't, I don't buy into that. Yeah. Well, the dough and the donut plant, you know, they're pretty good, but it's kind yeah. of like it's a little bit of a uh, glossed over production. You know? yeah, so I agree. I, I got no problem with it in my mouth. It tastes amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what. You... I'd say, hey, I just got to yeah, throw go I was going to say, donuts are like bourbon. I haven't had a bad one yet. Yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, well, speaking of uh, speaking of that, you know, doesn't it look like there's a bad case in your all's portfolio of bags. And, uh, you know, talking with your team, uh, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys uh, have have said that you are willing to give away a pretty awesome bag. Um, and I have down that for the FDB giveaway for July is the 22-inch Rody HDSLR video backpack. Is that true am, or am I in trouble now? That is in fact true, awesome. and that is the uh, that is the go to backpack for yeah. a whole bunch of really big deal filmmakers. Well, I'll tell yeah. you what, it looks awesome. This thing has a capacity for two DSLRs, six to eight lenses, um, monopod, shotgun mic. I'm just reading off the website here. It looks pretty awesome. It's got a lot of a lot of things going on. This thing retails at like. 350 bucks and Ooh. our listeners have a shot at getting it so uh peter here's how we do that do it on the show uh we we let people connect on twitter and so what we do is we make sure that they shout out shout out on twitter to at timba mm-hmm. and you guys are at timba correct uh at timba bags all right at timba bags and then they need to shout out to at fdb podcast and include the hashtag FDB giveaway. If they do those three things, we'll know that they entered to win the July giveaway, and the one lucky winner pull it out of a hat. We will draw it live on uh, on Instagram. Uh, Instagram, pull out their name, and then we'll get them connected with you guys to to get their bag. But we really appreciate that. That's so cool. What a great thing for the filmmakers out there. Oh, That's yeah. I could see one of our you know one of our listeners uh, 
getting that bag and going off to shoot their uh, documentary in the remote oh, hill, no. hills of Sao Peru. Paulo or yeah. yeah, somewhere. Crazy. That is awesome. That's so, great. Um, we're happy to be a part of it. We love the podcast. We listen to it all the time. Awesome. So, yeah. I really well, appreciate we appreciate it, Peter. Uh, and and we thank we thank you so much. And um, I think you guys now. Um, you guys have a connection to some other brands as well, and I know that uh, moving into um, August. August, we're going to connect with the team over at Benro Tripods. Yes, yeah, they're one of our sister companies. Yeah, mm. they have so, great uh, tripods, yeah. gliders, jibs, all kinds of stuff. So it's good pairing on. and partnership. Yeah, and yeah. that's just so cool. And, and so we really appreciate all you guys and your team just being so hospitable to us and, and on the show. So thanks so much. We're going to continue to to share your awesome products um, mm-hmm. throughout the month of July. So um, if there's anything else that pops up or any new new stuff that happens, you know, hit us up and we'll we'll get it out there so everybody can check it out. Yeah, sounds great. Thanks so much. All right, cool, man. Uh, have a wonderful time, and stay safe from that tornado. Yeah. <laughs> All right, no thanks. Enjoy the uh, Independence Day. <laughs> All right, cheers, buddy. Sweet. Cheers. The Peter. Cheers to that, man. Cheers to Peter. Cheers to Peter. Wow. 22-inch roadie backpack. Wow, Peter was our first live guest. It went well, I think. It did all right. Yeah, yeah we already fun. got, dude. I'm checking out the Slack group right now, and everybody's uh, peeping the bag. I just posted the link. Yeah, people want in. Oh, you got to get the bag. Yeah, so check it out. If you have, if if you're listening now, uh, whether you are listening live or whether you're listening over the Fourth of July weekend, um, you've realized that there's something going on at Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Oh, always. This is no longer, dude. It never stops. A startup podcast. No. We have evolved. We are on episode 54. Uh-huh. We have monthly film partners. We have uh, bourbon partners. All the time. We are bringing you the top bourbons in the industry. I mean, we got Bullet, Bullet this month. Bullet is a monthly <laughs> partner. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Bullet is like one of the biggest. And, yeah. Oh, my God. And we have Timba Bags, who's the partner for July, and we're giving Fantastic away a $350 bag. Gear. Yeah. These are household names in video production. It's like, you know, yeah. these aren't just tiny little companies. Not only that. We are bringing you the show live. You no longer have to wait for it. You can hear it while we oh, tape it. You hear you can a, chime in a little behind the scenes. You get to listen to. You get to hear Prior how to. how we bring it together. Yeah. And lastly, what oh. Alex just mentioned is that we have launched a tremendously successful Slack group, which is a place for filmmakers to connect. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. There's other groups out there, networking groups for filmmakers. They want to charge you. They want to charge you weekly and monthly to be involved. Ours is an open community. We want it to grow. Yeah. We want you guys to share it. All you have to do is go to the fdbpodcast.com site, sign up. We will vet you to make sure you are a filmmaker. you got to be real. Yeah, you got to be a real filmmaker. But once we vet you, as long as we look like you're a filmmaker, we welcome you to the community. And once mm. you're in the community, you can chime in on live broadcasts like this. The possibilities are endless. Sheesh. You have good conversations every day. So... Also, lot, we have weekly meetups. Yeah, a lot of a lot of exciting stuff happening. Yeah. Anyway, um, but let's talk a little bit about the drama of today. I was going to say, what happened? Well, speaking of, this is a fully fledged, you know, <laughs> flying podcast now. If this were a small thing, I could have just called it off today and said, "Not, nah, not doing it, not coming in." You delayed our live broadcast by half an hour. It wasn't me. Wow! It was some jackhole on seventy one <laughs> headed home to his Fourth of July barbecue. Who could yeah. be listening to us right now? Good. You should drive like a normal sane person, whoever you are. Anyway, there was a big wreck. Uh, uh, I got held up. I probably yelled way too loud in my closed vehicle, but I'm here. Nice. The things I do for this podcast, put myself in rush hour. That's what I do. Oh, uh, okay. 
Anyway. You've had a lot going on. Hey, dude. You're a little stressed out. I feel good. You bought a house. Bought a house. You got the keys. You're painting. Right? Oh, I've painted three rooms already. We're painting a fourth. We're caulking, sanding, grinding, doing everything we can before we move furniture in on Sunday. A lot of grinding. Lots of grinding. (laughs) Did you, uh, do you feel like a homemaker? A homeowner? A homeowner. (laughs) Very protective of my home. It already feels like home. I'm telling you. Nice. Yeah. But anyway, so we don't really get to enjoy our 4th of July weekend. We pack tomorrow and tonight. We move on Sunday. We unpack on the 4th of July. Yeah. But I got my grill, so I'm going to be grilling out. Let me ask you this. A lot of people are doing this now. Yeah. A lot of people are having stock the bar parties. Have you guys talked about that? No, and that sounds amazing, though. Okay, it's a thing. Where people just bring me liquor? Well, it's like a housewarming. Yeah. But it's like a housewarming Ooh. slash you you say it's a, quote, stock the bar housewarming. Everybody shows up with liquor. Gotcha. And, and because Can I put it, a minimum on the bottle? Here's the thing. Because it's like a thing, no one's showing up with the plastic bottle. Yeah. People are going to be bringing you Bookers and Blantons. And next thing you know, you're going to have this amazing Sweet. bourbon library. You know what's good is I've got like a 15-foot bar in my basement that I need to stock. Okay, good. Because here's the thing. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Like, I'm 15 years in on my marriage. I mm. can't just say, have a stock the bar party. Everybody bring me stuff. Yeah. I missed the boat on this movement. All right. But you're you're in. Done. Okay. Let's do it. And you know what? You're really good at social media, so you can set it up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk later about my cut of the, bur- <laughs> of the bourbon stock. Yeah. If we get a, a bottle of something nice, you can have a sip. Yeah. I'll let you have gotcha. a sip. Gotcha. Pour your glass. So, anyways. That sounds uh, like a cool idea. Well, speaking of Fourth of July, what are you, what are your plans? What do you got going? You know on? what, man? We're uh, we're just chilling with the kids, probably hitting the pool, hanging yeah. out with family, watching some Netflix at night. You know, I either that. Typically, I've been on this kick recently. If you if you follow my Twitter at Brandon Ferris, um, I am I'm a weekend documentary binger. Yeah, you. Last were. weekend, I watched three. What? I watched, th- I watched three last week. I'm sure they were completely different on subjects. On Saturday, too. what were they? On Saturday, so I tweeted them out. On Saturday, I watched um, I watched Poverty Inc., which is all about uh, how doing good sometimes does bad. Really? So, for instance, uh, Tom Shoes. You think it's a good thing, mm-hmm. unless you're the guy who makes shoes in t- Tanzania. Well, for like pennies on the- If you're uh, the yeah. cobbler, you're not real happy when the Tom's truck comes, because that means you're out of business. Because what's better, oh, oh, a five dollar pair of shoes or a free pair of shoes? Yeah, a twenty dollar pair of shoes or a free pair of shoes? True. So Poverty Inc. explores all of these uh, NGOs, nonprofits who think they're doing good by sending over solar panels and rice, et cetera, but mm. really what they're doing is they're depleting a nation's ability to stand on its own. Mm. Very, very moving, very Food interesting, very challenging. Wow. From there, I went to Blackfish. Finally watched that on SeaWorld's uh, behavior of, of, of having these giant whales. You just ha- saw that? They kill people. You just saw it? Yeah, I just saw Dude, it. Dude, it's crazy. It's dark. I yeah. watched it with my uh, with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you hear? Wow. Th- you finally heard they're uh, no longer doing the shows now. Well, they're yeah. still doing the shows. They well, they're are no longer they're no going longer, out to capture them. They're no longer well. capturing. Yeah. Yeah. I believe they're no longer breeding, and they're phasing the shows out over the course of two years. Yeah. So eventually it'll be gone. Yeah. So Crazy. I watch that. And Dude, then, don't worry about that because it'll all just be holographic whales at some point <laughs> and you'll get them to like talk to you and sure. like high five your kid. So. Yeah. And then the last one I watched, which was one of my favorites, was the Iron Sheik. 
The Iron Sheik. The Iron Sheik. The documentary on the Iron Sheik, which was oh, actually oh, oh, the wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, which was actually screening the Dude, year the year we were in uh yeah. in Toronto and yeah. we missed it. It's so good, dude. Uh-huh. He's uh he's he's amazing. His Twitter account is unbelievable. Oh, you got to follow the Iron Sheik. Cuz it's so, really him. Yeah. He's tweeting this stuff out. Yeah, it's great. Uh. So it was a lot of fun and then um I watched before that I watched uh Dress Fresh, hmm. Dressed Fresh. It's all about like hip hop and like uh, mm. Hip hop, fashion inspired stuff. Really, that, really that's great. up your alley. Oh, so good for anybody that uh, hasn't seen Brandon. He always wears a different <laughs> since he fitted every day. I have a, a tropical floral. Is it gets a lot yeah, of compliments. A lot of people talk You're, about it. It's summer, man. And then the last thing that I that I the last thing I've watched that I really liked, and it's be, it's actually research because I'm going to be shooting something. I'm going to be shooting a friend climbing down at the gorge. He's connected to some climbing brands. So we're gonna shoot, yeah, we're gonna shoot some drone stuff with him um, at this, you know, awesome outdoor drone place or yeah. uh, gorge place in Kentucky. Um, but it's called Valley Uprising, Yosemite's Rock Climbing Revolution. Stop what you're doing this weekend. Put Valley Uprising into your queue because your mind's gonna be blown. It's the most radical thing you've ever seen, dudes. Free solo climbing, dude. It's nuts what these mm. guys are doing. It's crazy. Well, who's that dude that's uh, repping North Face? The, the top, like, best in the world. The top climber climbed the top three biggest mountain faces in Yosemite. Yeah. Okay. Half Dome, uh, El Capitan, and one other one. Yeah, he free climbed solo. all three. Yeah. Free solo, no rope. Yep. He climbed all three in eighteen hours. That's insanity. That's eighteen insanity. hours. That's including hiking down and then doing the next one. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. Craziness. That's that's like a death wish, though. But it One all, slip and you're gone, But it man. all started in the 70s, and there's this side story, and this is going to make you watch the film. There's a side story where in the 70s, these climbers are all freeloading in Yosemite, and a plane crashes. They got word from the control tower. It turns out the plane was from Columbia. They mm. were drug running. Ooh. And about 10 rock climbers happened chanced upon a pot of marijuana gold. True story. In the plane? Yes. Fuselage? And that what? story, you got to find out the real story, but that story inspired Cliffhanger, starring Sly Stone. Done. Wow. What have you been watching? I can't follow that up. I mean, Jesus. You're like learning stuff, and I'm over here like, Game of Thrones was cool. <laughs> <laughs> they had a real nice dragon. I watched the one about the politics. <laughs> yeah. Like, we just finished Veep. Silicon Valley and Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, Silicon Valley is amazing. It's like my favorite show. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Eh, the the season finale left me kind of. It's meh. so good. It's a little lackluster on the end there, but <laughs> it was. Yeah, it's funny, but it's like you're learning stuff. It's the funniest show uh, ever. Yeah, with, the guy uh, who plays the the stoner is amazing. Oh yeah, what's Aviato. 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 What other Aviato <laughs> is there? <laughs> Oh, it's if so you good. haven't watched Silicon Valley, start watching. Yeah, oh, er- Ehrlich Bachman. Yeah, Ehrlich Bachman. Yeah. <laughs> ah, what Ehrlich about- Bachman here for my meeting with uh, CEO. What about films, man? You're always you always watch more films than I do. I watch lots of films. Um, recently, it's all been my time's been spent on the move. 
Yeah, true. Um, but there are actually, speaking of films, there are a lot. <laughs> L.A. Film just huh. chimed in on. Uh, Bachmanity. <laughs> on the Slack group and said Bachmanity. So if you're watching the show, you know what that means. Oh, God. Man, this is fun having the Slack know, guys on here, it. isn't it? Yeah, we got to get the iPad in here so we can see it. Oh, uh, Tom Terrific says, uh, I have some some footage of freestyle rock climber filmed back in the 80s. That's awesome. Tom, what what medium was that on back in the... Was that film yeah, or was you, that super VHS or... What were you shooting on, Tom? What was that? This He'll is type great. it. He'll type it out. This anyway, <laughs> uh, there are a bunch of movies that were filmed in Cincinnati that are coming out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you have... The Fits. The Fits is coming out. Marauders with Bruce Willis mm-hmm. and I think... That premieres, uh, that premiered last night, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I was supposed to go, and then I had a big yeah. internal meeting. All the local Boo. people that went. Or that I know, I was supposed went. to go. Me and Rach were all excited. Shot on Beta SP. Nice. Excellent. Nice, oh, nice, man. nice. Anyway, so uh, I've, I haven't really been watching movies. I've been watching the Netflix and getting ready for the move. Um, but once we're all in the house, it's hardcore going for yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Are you going to set up a theater? Yeah, that's the basement. Nice. You'll see. I'll nice. have you and Rachel over. For a, for film? Yeah. What's the showing going to be? Yeah. Tonight's showing <laughs> is paired with a lovely bullet tenure. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be good, man. That's good. Well, what have you been working on anything or just moving? Uh, Yeah. So, Brad, if uh, if you're in the Slack group, you've got a sneak peek of a few projects I've been working on. Yeah. Let's Brandon. El- let's elaborate real quick. Go ahead. The benefits of the Slack group are not only that you get to network with other filmmakers across the country. But it's a great place to share rough cuts, get feedback from people on yeah. projects. I actually, Semi-private environment. Yeah. It's yeah. It's so it's kind of an exclusive group. We're really sort of you know tailoring it to be something special, and it's been really fun. So a lot of people in the group have been sharing projects that are work in progress, um, and getting sort of sneak peeks. So it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And you shared uh, a little sneak, an image of the project we've been doing. Yeah, I, I posted a rough cut for like Just five minutes, yeah. and then I pulled it down. Yeah, <laughs> so the UC whoever spot. whoever was logged in got to see it, and so it was fun. So exactly. they they get I got some cool feedback, and everybody it's it's cool, it's exciting. That's, yeah, that's the UC commercial yeah. we shot recently on. Animorphous and Brad, and you were getting ready to talk about Brad. You shot a, vi- a music video with Brad. Shot a music video with Brad. He, he posted, posted a, a screenshot, a screenshot yeah. of his timeline that showed his edit. Bef- it was like before. The, it was like right when the client saw it. Exactly. Like yeah, like... they hadn't. He hadn't gotten feedback from the client yet. So, as far as I know, you know, it could have been completely shredded and uh, ripped apart. But no, it's cool. So that's the huge benefit is you get the insider knowledge and info. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but project wise, I've got a few coming up. Uh, shot a f- actually, I was up five a.m. this morning. I woke up at four fifteen. Had to be down at Union Terminal at five thirty. Oh yeah. To shoot some train B-roll. stuff. Yeah, be shooting uh, sunrise stuff. Some sunrise trains. Yep. Nice. What about you, man? What are you working on? Well, we've got um, a lot of animations right now in the yeah. hopper. So Ryan is real busy back at Leap Frame. Uh, him and Kyle are cranking out some uh, 2D? animation explainer video stuff. 2D, 3D? 2D. 2D. All 2D animation. Nice. And um, so that's that's pretty cool. And, uh, and you're wrapped I'm, up in paperwork. I'm wrapped. I'm wrapped. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a lot of administrative stuff. But I'm uh, actually right now working a lot with Adam. Adam was on the show a couple weeks ago or last no, week he and took my um, spot. he uh he is heavy in composing and composing and doing the original score for the stuff for the University of Cincinnati spots which sound amazing and so yeah. actually this week um I guess it was Tuesday and Wednesday some live I shot some right? behind the scenes stuff while Adam was tracking the choir singing and the drum line from the UC marching band 
See, right now would be the perfect time to uh, just go ahead and cue that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It, it sounded is. basically like. Perfect. That's basically it. Um, <laughs> and so, so I've been working on that, and sure. so that's going to be wrapping up shortly. And we've got a couple things in the hopper. We're looking to to jump on the the next project. And I am uh, at a point where I'm I'm now ready to start pushing forward on my uh, ukulele documentary. I, I, we talked about that like oh, no. very briefly. Yeah, I'm, but just, it got, I'm waiting for you to get it going. It got pushed in the background. But speaking of projects, huh. where are we at on Kill Game? You were you were in charge of the color correction. Yeah, I got you. Uh, here, let me show you this little screen cap. All right, so Alex is working with I believe Ratledge, Chris, Chris Ratledge, Chris Ratledge doing know. color. So our film, that's, beautiful. That's the first it looks pass. Great, yeah. So, so nice the film and is muted, a little yeah. darker. The film's being colored right now, yeah. and then I believe uh, I confirmed verbally in the mm-hmm. hallway in passing with Adam that him and his team here at Sound Images will be officially doing the scoring and sound. Where Adam? Mix, he just sound he mixing. just walked out. He just slammed down his phone. And no, he walked, didn't. Uh, oh, no, he's going to be doing the sound mixing yeah. and scoring for Kill Game. So we're super excited to to get him the picture on that. And so ah. I'm assuming here in the next month or so he'll he'll kick that off. Here comes another uh, Slack exclusive uh, request from Josh Emerson. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna Josh, get it. Josh wants the screen capture, so we're gonna, gonna we're gonna, gonna post it. it. So again, uh this would be a great time to 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 transition that. If you're listening out there, sign up for the Slack group. Go to fdbpodcast.com. You'll see Slack pop up. Click that link somewhere, follow it. It's gonna request you to send an email to us. We're gonna check to make sure you're a filmmaker. We'll send you an invite. At that point, come join the community. Right now we're we're like at fifty people in the community and growing. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We're learning a lot. We're sharing stuff together, uh, tips, tricks, demo reels, the whole nine. So it's a lot of fun. And now that same group is a group that we're interacting with live during the taping on Mixler, which the whole world can li- can listen to as it's happening. Um, really cool stuff. You can actually be a part of the show. You used to could only, used to, could only <laughs> listen to the show. Now you can actually be a part of the show. That's what it's all about. So it's Just, a lot of fun. We keep pushing the bar up. Yeah. So, and again, we had Timba, um, great partner, and we were giving away that awesome bag. It's worth $350. Mm-hmm. Um, go check it out. We'll put a link on Twitter. Uh, great bag for if you're traveling um, and you need to carry um, gear. This thing can really pack it in. Um, it's got rain resistant. It's got a, a, a rain protection bag. And like like they said, wow. it fits on any airplane. Yeah. So you don't so, have to be worried about that. So check that out. It's simple. All you got to do to enter to win is yep. mention at Timba Bags, at FDB Podcast, and hashtag FDB Giveaway. And that's on Twitter, just for your knowledge. On the Twitters. Do it on the Twitters. Anyway, now there's lots of cool Man. stuff coming up. That's in color. Uh, music videos in color. Uh, your things in sound. I yeah. Mean, there's just there's things so are much. happening. Is there anything you're excited about? Any, year. Anything you've heard about? I'm excited about that new McConaughey film. Are you excited about the Canon C700? Since you kept well, posting about it, <laughs> I did. I posted in the cinematography. I saw. Uh, I saw a link on on it was fake. some blog. Was it? Yeah. <sighs> Somebody uh, hacked together a JPEG like flyer and sent it out with all the Canon logos and everything. And well, the giveaway, the dead giveaway, was that it used two two and a half inch solid state like SSDs. 
Huh. You can't fit those inside of a C500 style body. I just saw on someone else's blog or it popped up on one of my feeds and yeah. I was like, huh, interesting. So, but I think it, Canon, if you're listening, um, you should probably make this camera. They will. They, they've been talking about making something to compete with the uh, Alexa Amira F55 range of cameras. I'll tell you this much. I'm a believer after the UC uh, spot we just shot. I love the, the Alexa Mini. The Mini? I, I love that camera. It's the same thing as the Alexa. Yeah, Yeah, but it's just cute. It's like it's the difference between a puppy and a full-grown dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone wants the puppy. Well, no doubt, but they don't stay puppies for long. However, the Alexa Mini does stay a puppy forever. <laughs> yeah, it's a puppy forever. And it's also a very so. powerful puppy. 200 frames a second. Yeah. You can do anamorphic, which we did. You can record raw. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to suggest that for every project from now on. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm not contesting whatsoever. Yeah. So a lot of fun stuff. Um, man, this has mm. been, a, this Sorry. show's nonstop right I got now. one more thing. What's that? I promise I would do it. Uh, I got to give a shout out uh, to my buddy, Zach Dalton, just released a trailer to his new short film, Mayfield. All right, right on. So this guy, he's just he lives just north of Cincinnati. Um, he's a, you know, indie director, shooter, all around great guy, family man. Uh, but he just released his trailer, and I'm going to post it in the Slack group. Nice. Uh, so everybody can take a peek at it. But, cool, yeah, man. support indie film and check out Mayfield. Awesome. Should be coming out soon. Well, I'll tell you what. It's been a lot of fun. One heck of a show. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you made it here safe and you weren't in a wreck. Exactly. A little angry, but not in a wreck. Right. So as we sign off today, again, one last Big, big shout out to Bullet Bourbon. You guys mm. are treating us. If you can, if you're listening now, you know we're feeling good. You're delicious. This yeah. stuff tastes amazing. It smells amazing. If you've never had Bullet Frontier whiskey, first of all, what planet are you from? <laughs> Second of all, aren't they available in Kenya now? Yeah, they're available all <laughs> over the world. Um, Do you remember that episode? This stuff is made pure from the Kentucky limestone filtered water in the bullet family tradition mm. does it taste like angel's tears well no but it feels like a family tra- it's, it tastes like a family tradition uh. so uh go out and, it's fourth of july weekend buy a bottle of the bullet bourbon frontier whiskey and see what it was like to live on the frontier mm. and next week we're gonna have doug i believe uh coming on the show it's gonna be amazing who knows he might show up with some bourbon that's like no one's ever had before. I don't know if he's going to bring us a tasting. Something unnamed and I have no unregistered. Clue what's going to happen? Like some weird yeast. Yeah, I think I've met him before at, yeah. at the uh, Blade and Bow event I went to. Really? Yeah. So, anyway, excited. Thanks so much, Bullet. We love you guys. Um, really cool. Uh, we got a lot of great bourbons that are going to be coming on the show throughout the year. Mm. We've got some lined up. Um, and again, Tenba, you guys are great. Amazing. We love talking to you. That was a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Peter, make sure you get those donuts. If you are listening from New York, obviously you know what Peter Pan donuts are. Amazing. Uh, maybe not. If not, get them. Yeah. And uh, be sure to enter to win at FDB Podcast, at Timba Bags, hashtag yeah. FDB Giveaway. Enjoy the 4th of July and don't mix bourbon with too many fireworks. 
Yeah, don't drink and drive whatever you do. And again, we're not here to promote alcoholism. Just good times in film. But we are here to promote drinking a lot of bourbon. Yeah. All right, man. Good episode. Cheers. Cheers. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.